Hello friends, welcome back to Marketing for Small Businesses. My name is David, and the previous episode began a series of three chapters where I'm talking about essential elements which need to be implemented and how they should be into a marketing strategy. This is a guide for you and if you have questions please feel free to send me a DM on our social media, you can find it in the description. This is part 2, so if this is your first time here, my invitation is to go to the previous chapter which is the first one and you won't be lost on the road, today we continue with our marketing strategy, it means research part has been completed, I had found all the knowledge and understanding about my audience and brand that I can take, from research. So let's go into development. It will be split into two sections, to begin the process of developing the strategy, we will conduct research on the value proposition, which will be expertly organized in accordance with advantages and a puzzle that creates a solution for your market. That's what it be to mind we call the brand offer. It needs to be more tools and resources to innovate and offer a different product. So let's dive into different categories to help you understand better. For brand offer, we have service analysis. Here we build and develop an ERIC matrix that is useful for the administration and development of a certain product, it is a very simple exercise that will help us to see in depth how we are doing things, I recommend that you do this if possible in the company of a trusted customer, an early adopter or someone from sales since they have customer information. So we will develop this point by answering the following four questions, confronting ourselves with our service product in relation to the potential client. What should we reduce? This prompts an evaluation of processes, activities, or resources that might be excessive or inefficient. It aims to identify areas where streamlining or eliminating certain elements could lead to improved efficiency. What should we increase? This question encourages considering aspects that could be enhanced to improve effectiveness or customer satisfaction. It could involve increasing resources, capabilities, or features that customers find valuable. What should we remove? It focuses on identifying elements that no longer add value or are outdated. By removing unnecessary components, you can simplify processes, reduce costs, and enhance overall performance. What should we create? This question explores opportunities for innovation and the introduction of new features, services, or processes that could enhance the product or customer experience. Completing the service analysis will help you to gather customer insights, their perspective and knowledge of customer needs and preferences can contribute to a more comprehensive analysis and help prioritize improvements. As well it helps to identify efficiency and effectiveness, efficiency refers to optimizing resource deployment and information processing, while effectiveness relates to customer satisfaction. By assessing these dimensions, you gain a holistic view of how well your product and services are performing. The next category I have for brand offer is solutions. Here we must present in an organized way each solution designed for the problems that the client faces, you can do it in a structure, a hierarchy map, or a process or relationship diagram. The important thing is that it specifically leads to addressing your potential client's needs. Also in the categories, there's experience. Here what we will do is deploy the customer journey, responding to what happens when the customer buys our service, how we serve them, how they receive their product, what happens later, and how we will contact the customer if they have any complaints, claims, or questions. What will be the communication channels? What will we offer you after you buy? What should be the client's commitment to us? We have to look into UI slash UX. Here we already expose as a circuit, as far as possible, how the customer flow will be in our digital channels, landing page, e-commerce, etc. And what can we do to streamline your experience and make it as enjoyable as possible on our digital channels? 
Also, ask what elements or components we could implement on our website to make interaction easy and optimally measure customer behavior within our media. Based on the previous point, we will think about improving the user experience only in the digital environments of our business. Actually, we have a podcast where we talk everything about user experience, the title of the episode is Maximizing Online Sales, How User Experience Can Make or Break Your E-Commerce Business. You can find the link attached to the description. Customer Flow is a category that cannot be missed from the Brand Offer section. Here we already put into perspective multiple visions that show the flow of the buyer in our digital environments, e-commerce, social networks, emails, etc., and in our real contact points such as attention and service at points of sale and moments of home deliveries, specialized fairs, etc. The idea is to see how these contact points are interrelated and how we lead the customer in both experiences flows. And friends the last category of brand offer is look and feel. For me is one that is fundamental. As we already talked about in a buyer journey, now we will talk about how we should look and feel. We already discussed this topic in our LinkedIn newsletter. So we do a hard segmentation, then we develop a soft segmentation based on a character that will resemble our buyer persona in a utopian way, we totally create a character like a screenwriter or movie producer would. I am going to summarize this point under these criteria of logic and experiment, where we begin to answer new questions based on the portrayed image of the character. What would be the best packaging for our new product? Does my logo really represent my brand? If this character were to serve my clients, how would I serve them? What would they tell them? Let me tell you that by answering these questions, your brand begins to be unique and different from the rest of the competition. You now have the means to establish yourself aesthetically in all aspects, from the visual with your logo and packaging to the oral with your switchboard or AI for customer service, implementing unique sales pitch and communication tones in web design, and social media, emails, and text messages. However, when we talk about brand personalization it goes beyond the surface level of visual aspects. It encompasses customizing the brand's messaging, content, and overall customer experience to deeply connect with individual customers. This can encompass personalized marketing campaigns, customized product suggestions, tailored customer service interactions, and other strategies. The objective is to establish a sense of relevance and connection that leaves customers feeling heard and appreciated by the brand. Oh, right friends moving forward with the next section of development we have marketing mix. Formerly it was called the marketing mix at the 4PS. Product, place, price, promotion, but these variables have acquired new letters from new perspectives, calling them the 4 and the 4CS. Our point of view is that we unite them all because all these perspectives are useful from their corresponding criteria. Only we turn them into mathematical formulas as a stage of development and a mixture of various concepts. I think that this part makes a newsletter with images to make it clearer. Start with the consumer. When discussing the consumer, we refer to the target audience for our sales. However, it is equally important to consider how our product addresses their challenges. By incorporating the emotions we evoke in every aspect, we can establish the distinctiveness that customers will recognize. Rather than solely concentrating on the product itself, the emphasis lies on customizing our offerings to meet the specific needs of customers and delivering value to them. The next one is communication. The conventional marketing mix framework referred to promotion as advertising. By infusing creativity into this promotional aspect, we can effectively shape the unique communication approach we offer. Through strategic communication, we can foster customer engagement. This entails comprehending customer preferences, participating in meaningful dialogues, and cultivating relationships. 
marketers should prioritize transparent and coherent communication to establish trust, deliver pertinent information, and cultivate a favorable customer experience, another C stands for convenience. It is about adapting the purchase process as much as possible to the client so that he opts for our company. As we already talked about the experience that we will offer. This immediately connects us with the top of mind, which is the right concept that our brand has in our client's memory when making a purchase decision. This does not help to know the availability that our clients would have to buy our product. The last C takes from cost. In addition to discussing competitive pricing, it is essential to consider the brand's significance. It encompasses everything that the consumer gains throughout the process of fulfilling a need. Moreover, we incorporate proactive measures to ensure that the client comprehends the dynamics of our value proposition and the relevance of our product to their specific requirements. This approach extends beyond the monetary price and encompasses the comprehensive cost associated with the offering, encompassing factors like time, effort, and any additional expenses. By integrating the four C's from the marketing mix, you can point out your attention towards a customer centered and so the strategy will be. This enables marketers to gain a deeper understanding of customer requirements, provide value, and establish enduring relationships, ultimately resulting in customer contentment and the achievement of business goals. Oh right friends so I hope the two sections of development that I talked about today are useful for your marketing strategy, remember there's a third part. All the information you might know about development but set your alarms, friends. Next episode 1 have the last episode of this series of 3 about how should marketing strategy structure be. I'm going to talk about innovation. Please stay tuned. It's always a pleasure to be here. Please if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us on our website, b2mind.com, or social media channels. We are on Reddit, Quora, LinkedIn, and Facebook, where you can join a group. We'd love to hear from you your answers on the Q&A and poll of the podcast episode. Weekly episodes for marketing for small businesses. Thank you for taking part in this. I wish you a fantastic day.